This program are those of Coal Investment Group and its staff. Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Good morning on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. I'm Paul Cronforce. Your host today are Joe Still and Ray Arndt. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Paul. Good to be back. Yeah, good to see your smiling face in chair number two. And as I turn over to my right, Ray Arndt, welcome back. Thanks, Paul. Good seeing you. Now, both you guys are familiar voices on Monday through Friday on the Mark Belling Show with the 3 and 5 p.m. market updates. It's Boy, you guys have been doing those a long time. I don't quite have the year, so I don't want to get it wrong. 21 or 22 years? That sounds about right. This show has been on since 2001. The Kowal Investment Group has been around for 35, is that right? 35 years, yes, sir. Yeah, I just celebrated the big 35th. So kudos to you, the staff, Jeff and Aaron Kowal, and everybody at the Kowal Investment Group. More information on the website, the Kowal Way. Dot com. Well, each week on the show, we talk about retirement issues. Uh, today's show, is it fair to say Ray and Joe is going to focus on the SECURE Act 2.0? 2.0, yes. So people have heard of the SECURE Act before. The original SECURE Act was passed into law by uh, President Trump back in 2019. And that was the law that changed what people will remember the most about it, it changed the the age for the required minimum distributions from 70 and a half years to 72. And there were a number of other changes incorporated into that. Secure Act version two was just recently signed into law by President Biden. This is a pretty extensive act. There's actually like 44 sections in this. Oh, are we going to cover them all today? We're going right? to cover every, every single, one of, single one of them, and there'll be a quiz afterwards. This will be like the uh, House vote for the new speaker. <laughs> <laughs> By the 15th vote. No, we're not going to cover them all. No, no. We'll talk about the ones that are most discussed and ones that we think are very germane to our to our client base. So the first part that we'll talk about is starting this year, the RMD age, the required minimum distribution age, is raised to 73. And the plan is for it to continue to increase. In 2029, it's going to increase to 74. And in 2033, it'll increase to 75. So for those of you who are turning 72 this year, you are no longer required to take an RMD as you would have been in the past laws. So you can wait another year. Yeah, it was 72. Yeah. Right? I mean, years ago, I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, 70 and a half? 70 and a half prior to 2019, yeah. What this means is that when you retire and at some point you have to take those withdrawals, right? That's right. They're required. Our, our government wants their tax money eventually. Right? So what's their uh, what's the thinking and pushing it off another year? 73, not 72. Well, it just gives people, for those retirees who don't want to take an RMD, or pay a tax bill for as long as possible, this is good news. They get to wait another year. It's helpful for those who don't need the money, and it also opens up the door to another year of being able to do Roth conversions without concerns about timing with your RMDs. And of course, Ray, if you want to take it out, you can. Absolutely, Yeah. yeah. I mean, anyone, obviously, if you're already subject to taking RMDs, 
in prior years, you have to continue to take them based on your current RMD schedule. But, you know, for those who need to use the money in their retirement for living expenses, you know, this delay really won't matter. And even for those who want to take advantage of it, you have to remember there is still a little bit of a downside of waiting because ultimately this, these funds have to come out of the account. So it's basically by delaying another year, your future RMDs are going to be a little larger than they would have been uh, based on a higher account balance and a shorter life expectancy. So, you know, it's, 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 it's news. Uh, there's a lot of people who will want to take advantage of it. But, you know, there's also a downside to it. In the end, you're going to have to pay taxes on all this money. So by delaying you can never escape that part. You never, we can't. We try sometimes, yeah, but yeah. we can't. I was going to bring up that Americans always, we, we live longer, right? Now, I think right. COVID may have twisted those numbers a little bit. But in general, Americans are living longer. And if you can, uh, wait, just like Social Security, right? The longer you can wait to touch that money, better off. Absolutely the case for Social Security, yes. And, and, I, and I would add to that, uh, you know, you, you want to have a plan for taking care of these required minimum distributions, handling these changes, and that's what we do. Uh, we do it every day. We, you know, the majority of our clients are nearing or in retirement. Um, you know, so if, if this is going to change your plan at all, which it, it may, um, give our office a call, 262-522-4040. And we'll help you adjust your plan. Or if you don't have a plan, obviously, you Ooh, want to yeah, get one. <laughs> you want to you want to get that put together. And you know, this is. <laughs> I always laugh when I say this. We enjoy doing this stuff, even yeah. though it's it's about as boring as can be. We actually enjoy doing it, and and we stay up to date on all of these changes and these rules and regulations. And we will help adjust your retirement plan based on these changes. And based on, you know, as Ray said, you know, this could change your tax situation um, if you wait because that will increase your income because we're, you know, if, if, you, if you're not taking money out of that uh, IRA every year um, in the longer term, uh, you're going to continue to compound the value of that account through, through the returns over the years. Yeah, Joe, I think that's an excellent point. Ray, I'm sure you'd agree, but the tax implications to your retirement plan is something that cannot be overlooked Absolutely not. That's why you should have I a mean, plan. I mean, I would say the vast majority of individuals underestimate the impact the taxes will have on the retirement plan. Yeah. So the SECURE Act 2.0, the first thing Ray touched on was the um, the RMD is moving from 72, Ray, to 73. That is correct. Yeah, and, and just to reemphasize that point, if you are turning 72 this year and you were planning on taking that first required minimum distribution, you do not have to take that. But again, um, you know, call our office 262-522-4040 or um, reevaluate your plan and uh, and take a look at that if you don't have to take it this year. Because again, that may affect um, your overall tax situation. Um, and, uh, and the key is to having a plan. So Ray, are we going in order? Was that the most significant change you think? Or are you just kind of throwing them all out there today? Well, we're, we're gonna talk about maybe three major changes. Uh, yeah. The next one we wanted to talk about is, is the annual catch-up limits associated with retirement plans and some changes that are taking place there. All right, let's dive into that. Yeah, the, the limits have gone up. Uh, contributions and catch-up 
and and uh, things have changed. So I'll, I'll define that first. You know, the uh, what we call like the deferral limit. How much can you take out of your paycheck and put into a retirement plan through your employer's retirement plan? And uh, last year that was um, twenty thousand five hundred dollars. And that is now increased to $22,500. So that's the max you can put in, which means uh, if you have not adjusted your deferral or contribution within your paycheck, you're going to want to take a look at that and do that if you're still working um, to increase that. You know, a lot of people just do a percentage um, of their salary. Mm-hmm. So, um you know they may not have to adjust that, but you want to you want to look at it every year as a as a as a good practice. Just the term catch up or catch, what's it called catch up provision. So those are the contributions. So the catch up contribution it relates to those that are fifty and older. So the government understands that okay, if you're a little behind in saving for retirement, uh, by the time you get to fifty, you know you better kick it in gear, um, and we're going to give you some incentive to do that and, and allow you to save more than those that are under the age of 50. I, clearly there's a challenge there, but I, over the years, Jeff has emphasized so many times people will start later for many reasons, right? right. Couldn't afford right. it. We had kids, you had a family. Well, now we've got a better job. It can be done. You can start planning at 50 for your retirement. I mean, it's more difficult in, in a perfect world. We should start as soon as we can, right? But you can start late in life correct it's better than nothing right absolutely absolutely so so the the catch-up contribution so let's review this so your deferral or contribution um from uh under age 50 or i should say for everybody um went from twenty thousand five hundred dollars to twenty two thousand five hundred dollars so that's the max you can put into a a retirement plan so two thousand more annually Correct. The catch-up, so those four uh, participants that are 50 and older, their uh, catch-up max contribution went from um, $6,500 in 2022 to um, $7,500 in 2023, so it went up $1,000. So the total amount, if you're 50 or older, that you can contribute is now thirty thousand dollars so that's a that's a good chunk of change mm-hmm. um, if you if you haven't adjusted your uh, uh, contribution uh, from your paycheck definitely re- reevaluate that and and increase that is this solely because of the secure act 2.0 or is this something that happens almost every year where the, there's changes to the um Maximum you can contribute. Right. It seems like the very risk changes. Common, yeah. Very common for this to happen. Yeah. Um, you know where you know there are increases each year, um, separate of the of the Secure Act. But there are also some some items within the Secure Act that 2.0, I should say that um, you know are related to these catch up contributions. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, coming up. But again, just to re- just to go over it again. For 2023, you can now save $22,500 in your retirement plan. So adjust your withholdings uh, within your paycheck to to reflect that increase. The catch-up contributions, those for ages 50 and older, are now um, $7,500 as opposed to 
2023 as opposed to $6,500 in 2022. So a change of so 1000 in the catch-up, yeah. Yeah, so definitely look at that. And then IRA contributions are also increasing. Uh, so now you can contribute to individual retirement accounts um, at $6,500 is the max, and that was 6000 So it went up $500. There is also a catch-up contribution for IRAs, which is $1,000. And now moving forward, that uh, starting in 2024, that will be indexed for inflation. So that didn't go up in 2023, but starting in 2024, that's going to be tied to inflation. So that will start increasing. So the max, if you're f under the age of 50, that you can save for IRAs is $6,500. If you're 50 and older you can save $7,500, and then beginning in 2024, that will be indexed for inflation. Again, this is all part of, under the umbrella, uh, Ray, when you started, the SECURE Act 2.0, which, uh, what, officially started January 1st, 23? Yes. Yep. Huh? We're 14 days in, so yes. people better pay attention. This stuff needs to be known. That's right. These, these are all changes that have potential impacts on everybody out there who's either in retirement or saving for retirement. Yeah. Uh, before the break, we got time to get a few more in if, if you'd like. We also have some very exciting news that I don't want to forget about. So, Ray and Joe, it's your job to remind me. <laughs> the, uh, the Bourbon Trail Tour is coming up. That's going to be exciting. So we'll promote that and talk about that. And also, I mentioned the website earlier, the com, a fantastic way to submit questions, any retirement questions. Uh, there is a new feature on that website. Very easy to use, and the website is fantastic, com. It tells you more about the Kowal Investment Group. Please check it out. We're on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. This is the Retirement Clinic with Ray Art and Joe Still. Okay, what's what's up next? Well, under the guise that uh, our government wants tax revenue sooner than later, there's a whole set of changes uh, introduced in the SECURE Act that I'll just put under the, the heading of Rothification. <laughs> Rothification. Yeah, so it all has to do with Roth contributions to various types of retirement plans. And, of course, Roth contributions, as we've discussed many times on the show, are those contributions that you make after your income has been taxed, and they grow tax-free for the rest of your life, you'll never have to pay another penny of tax on that savings or on the growth from that savings. So this is something that's really a key element to any retirement plan. So one of the first Rothification events is that for those individuals out there who are covered by a SEP or a simple plan through their employer, those plans will now, for the first time, allow contributions to be made in a Roth mode after tax. Again, allowing your money to grow tax-free for the rest of your life. So the government gets their tax right up front. Right up front. And therefore, you pay it right up front. You don't have to worry about it when you go take that money out. That's right. Which is preferred, the, right? That's uh, The Roth tools are... Roth is definitely a very powerful tool in somebody's... Uh, retirement plan because again there are no tax implications whatsoever once that money's been invested yeah Th this is huge uh, in my opinion for the younger business owner maybe a sole proprietor that this will allow them to save a lot more on the Roth side and create their own plan through a simple or a SEP 
and for small businesses too that have you know a small number of employees, this is a big deal. That's right. Not everybody has a four hundred one k plan at their job. That's Correct. Right. Correct. If you do have it and you're being offered a match to a certain extent, we always urge people to get involved and take it. Right. But if you're a small employer, um, you're exactly right. Some of those people are just offered a SEP, or in many cases, sometimes there's no plan. Yeah, the yeah. one that comes to mind is a young real estate professional. You may ah, know my, a few. My wife. Uh, and those that start off young in the business and that are have many years before they're going to retire, uh, saving in a Roth is huge. Yeah. In addition to um, them being able to save for a long time, uh, we're going to assume that their income is going to continue to rise over the years as they... Uh, uh, gain more experience in their profession. And that, that and, is the way it works. And, and their tax rate will go up That's over right. the years. So if they can save a bunch of money in the younger years when maybe they're not earning as much uh, and pay the tax at that point, yep. Uh, that's a huge, huge advantage to be able to contribute to that Roth and pay the tax now when their tax yeah. income tax rates are most likely A lot of self-employed people out there, right, with their own business or like you said a real estate agent my daughter's also one and i know she had you know talked about that there's really uh, it's it's on me the onus to save for retirement is up to me my right. responsibility right well that's for all of us i can say but it's pretty easy when your employer comes at you with a 401k and you just have to sign up for it and watch it grow over the decades right that's Correct. right so um secure act 2.0 Let's get one more in, Ray, for sure. Can. Well, you, you already kind of made reference to one, Paul, and that's the, the, uh, the employer match. Up to this point in time, any employer contributions to a retirement plan had to go in pre-tax. Okay, so even if you were making your, your contributions after tax, any match from your employer was pre-tax. So in essence, in your 401k or 403b plan, you had two buckets. One was pre-tax, one was post-tax. Now, employer contributions to retirement plans, they're allowed to offer employees the option of having company contributions made to a Roth account. Uh, anyone choosing this option will pay the income tax on the contribution. Uh, this is not something that goes into effect automatically. It has to be built into the employer's plan. So certainly one thing, you should go check with your employer and see if they have any plans in the near term to adjust their plan to allow you to make that choice. And that choice, again, being that the employer match goes into the Roth, not into the pre-tax. Yeah. That's a significant change. And if it's a smaller, maybe you know the HR person you know, in big corporations, it might be in a different city. But if you can walk down the hallway and just have that conversation. Absolutely. You know, what, or if not, can we offer that to employees? Yeah. I, I would believe that most employers would certainly update their plans to allow this feature to, to take place. Yeah, in a competitive workplace uh, or an environment, Joe, it's, it's very advantageous for all employers to have good benefits. Right, you right. want to keep employees, employee retention. Uh, you want to attract good quality employees, and uh, not just health benefits, but four hundred one k plans, Roth if you have one. It's a big part of the benefit plan. Absolutely, and and one thing we've seen now, it it's become very common now for employers to offer a Roth option within their retirement plan. Uh, I would say the exception now is people that don't. Is that right? Correct. So a lot Most of people of are jumping on board. Allow a Roth option. Now I would, I would guess, 
again, this 2.0 has just been passed, so it's it's uh, still new, and people are still trying to figure out all the details and how to implement these these new programs that are allowable now. Uh, but I would guess that this will become popular for uh, employers to offer their matching contribution as a Roth option. Now, I believe the employee is responsible for the tax burden on that, which is fine. Um, you, you can understand that. But it's uh, Ray and I and, and the other advisors within the group, uh, we help people all the time put a game plan together for how much should I contribute to pre-tax and how much should I contribute to after-tax in my employer plan. And so this will... Is the answer as much as you can? <laughs> it depends. Yeah. Uh, of course, the, the traditional answer, well, it depends. Well, yeah. it really does. It depends in, on your tax situation and your age and, and um, a number of factors that go into it. But we'll help you put that game plan together for, I think, a lot of people it might make sense um, to to contribute some to pre-tax and some to after-tax. Yeah, of course, many households, if your spouse also has a job with a 401k, Correct. You're, you're talking about twice as much, which is really nice for retirement planning, right? Correct. And, uh, you know, you never, markets go up and down, obviously, but we're still in that mindset of the big picture, 35,000 foot view when it comes to our retirement plan, right, yes. Joe? Yes. I remember a week or so ago when I, a few weeks ago when I read this, I reached out to our uh, head of HR right away and had a conversation about, ooh, I want to take advantage of this uh, because I am contributing a portion of my um, retirement funds to a Roth, um, and this will give me an opportunity to contribute some more. Yeah, and with regard to taxes, you're just paying them up front with the Roth. Correct. Right. Just the opposite of our 401k. It's Correct. when we take that money out. So big changes, secure Act 2.0. Ray, good start. Do you have any more you want to sneak in before the break? Well, one is uh, if you're over 50 and you have wages over $145,000 a year, starting next year, uh, your catch-up contributions in your 401k have to be made to the Roth. That's interesting. Yes. Starting in 2024. Starting 2024, if you're over 50 and if your wages in the prior year we're more than $145,000, and, and that number will get indexed for inflation going forward. Uh, your catch-up contributions to your, your employer's retirement plan has to, have to be made to the Roth option. Okay. Again, just another way for Uncle Sam to, to get, get their money right away. Get their money right away. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That makes sense. Uh, I guess it's not a bad thing. This is not a bad thing. It's not is a it? bad thing at all. Right. Okay. So that's starting a year from now, 2024. Boy, th changes like this really can affect one's retirement plan. So again, that big picture, if you've got questions, uh, there is a tab on the com. Please reach out to them. Uh, it's under the resources tab, I believe. Yes. Just uh, submit your question online, the com. Check out that resource tab. Also, we talked about promoting the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Tour. Joe, I know you're probably the biggest fan of bourbon in this room. Or do I run a close second? You probably uh, run a close second, but <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I did take a bourbon. Let's see, when would that have been? 2022, spring of 2022. I guess last how many year. bottles do you have at home? <laughs> well, I have a collection. Let's put it that okay. way. Maybe a dozen right now. A dozen. Okay. Yeah. I have yeah, a friend that's got over 100. Yeah, we're probably very similar. 
I like different brands. So what this is, in all seriousness, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the trail at some point, if you haven't been there, by the way, the Kentucky Bourbon Trail is just fascinating. There's so many of these distilleries uh, in that area. Uh, but the Coal Investment Group is leading one. Joe, give us some of these details. It is April. It's coming up April 20th, I believe. Yeah, so you can find all the details on the coalway.com uh, if you're interested. Uh, the trip will be April 20th through the 24th. Oh, that's perfect. Four days. Four days. It, yeah. yeah. And Jeff Kowal and Aaron Kowal are going to um, be there to, you know, be the tour guide, so to speak. The experts. The experts. They've done this a few times together and I think with some other groups. Uh, so they really know what they're doing when it comes to what uh, distilleries are the best and, remember, and have the best experiences. Joe, you've done this, right? I have not. Oh, you haven't? I have Ray, not. have you ever been to? Nope. Nope. Well, and I haven't until spring of last year, but what fascinates me is the countryside. As you take a tour, and every tour guide is different, every tour is different, but they're all generally the same, right? They take you inside, they talk about the process of making bourbon, but the countryside, the beautiful Kentucky, the rural area, horse farms, it's stunning. It's yes. just stunning. And you guys are going, this is April, so spring is going to be underway. Absolutely, you know, at that down yeah. down in that region compared to here, obviously, right? They, they start spring months before. Oh, well, once do. the Kentucky Derby's in May, so right. Um, so all of this stuff is May twentieth to the twenty fourth. It's Ooh, April, April, 20th. April. What did I say, May? You said May because I had the Kentucky <laughs> Derby stuck in my mind. So the Jeff Kowal and the Bourbon Lovers, if you are interested or just want more details, again this year, April twentieth to twenty fourth, uh, contact the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist, two six two five two two forty forty. Joe, you also said the website has information too. Yes, please go to the website, thekowalway.com, uh, for all the information on the trail. And if you're interested, you can always call our office, too, at 262-522-4040, uh, and we'll get you all that information if you're interested. Market updates by the Kowal Investment Group, Monday through Friday. This show, every Saturday at 10 o'clock, you're listening to The Retirement Clinic. We'll continue talking with... Ray Arndt and Joe still about the Secure Act 2.0. A lot of changes this year, 2023. That will be next as we continue on WIS. WISN's Retirement Clinic. Welcome back with the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist. Ray Arndt and Joe Still are in studio today hosting the show. Really, a, is this a proper way to discuss our topic, a deep dive into the Secure Act? This is the second one, 2.0. Yes, it's... Uh... It's a, I think it's a deep dive into those topics that I think are most meaningful to those out there listening right now. Uh, you know what? I, I forgot what the acronym stood for. So I, oh, so you want to know the acronym. What you? does SECURE mean, Ray? It's setting every community up for retirement enhancement. Good grief. <laughs> it's almost like they wanted it to turn out to SECURE, so they just came up with anything for the acronym. It kind of makes sense, but I, I would never remember that, nor will I remember no, it. No, But that's what the SECURE Act is. Now, this is SECURE Act 2.0, which started the first of this year, 2023. That's correct. So we've been talking most recently about a lot of changes related to the Roth elements of retirement plans. There's, enough, there's a few more. Uh, for people who have uh, their employer retirement plan and they have money in a Roth, 
when they get to the RMD age, they are still required to take RMDs from that that employer plan. Starting in 2024, those plans will be exempt from RMDs, which means you can let that money ride as long as you want. Hmm. You will not be required to take money out of your employer Roth retirement plan starting in 2024. Interesting. Yep. So that's a that's a pretty significant change for people who are, are getting into the RMD age and they have a large balance in their employer's retirement yep. plan. They're not going to be required to take those out. I've said this so many times, but Ray, imagine if you're just doing your own planning and just kind of winging it and saving a little bit, but you're unaware of these changes. If you're not working with an advisor, how would you know? Uh, you'd have to be doing an awful lot of reading. <laughs> <laughs> and staying up with all the changes that come <laughs> Reading back. the Wall Street Journal front to back every day? I mean, this is what you guys do every day of the week. Yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, this, this law has 44 sections in it. We're mm. talking literally about maybe four of them. That's right. So That's right. for people who want to learn more about this, certainly set up a time to reach out to us. Go visit our website at thecowalway.com. Uh, we have a blog that's posted, and we're, we're also able to send out some more materials for you uh, that will help explain a lot of these changes in the SECURE Act. And if you want to call the number 262-522-4040, uh, have not mentioned the locations yet, based in Waukesha, offices in Port Washington and Ozaukee County, Phoenix, Arizona, Racine, right off the freeway at Highway 20, and Heartland is the newest addition to the Cowal Investment Group. So please reach out either by calling or checking out thecowalway.com. Uh, so Secure Act 2.0. Anybody want to put a PS to this or wrap it up? Did we cover? We didn't hit all 44. We, no, we're not going to hit all 44. But yeah. there's one other Roth one that's been generating a lot of talk. And that has to do with 529 plans for saving for college, uh, for for education. You know, the question always remains, how much should I put into a 529 plan? Or what happens if, you know, my child doesn't need all that money? What if I have a big 529 plan and my son or daughter get a scholarship and I have all that money sitting there? What right. do I do with it? Well, what a good problem to have. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. Uh, but there's there's an opportunity now introduced in the SECURE Act that would allow some of that money, uh, in some cases all that money, to actually be rolled over into a Roth retirement plan. So a couple provisions. The plan, the 529 plan, has to be at least 15 years old. Um, the amount you roll over can't exceed whatever the current annual contribution limit is for a Roth at the point in time that you're doing the rollover. And over the lifetime, you can't exceed $35,000. The good news is you can use that money for something outside of what its originally intention was Absolutely. college, right? Right. And it, and that's a common occurrence. I mean, I've, you know, your son or daughter could get a scholarship and that all that good savings you've done now is sitting in a 529 plan and you have no way of really utilizing it. it or could they just decide not to go to college? Your life Sure. Changed. Absolutely. Their plans have changed. Yep. In fact, we're seeing more kids take other routes, skilled trades or things like that, just because of uh, the uh, the old student debt. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you hear stories of 150, 200,000. Are you kidding me? You know, that long, that it used to be just doctors had to borrow that much, right, for med school. Uh, now it's commonplace. So the key is to save for college, you know? Yes, absolutely. That the is earlier, the, the better. 
the earlier the better. And this this is a a really great option for like Ray said when changes come up in your plans, which that's probably one of the constants in life, right? Is change. You're going to experience some change at some point in your life. Uh, you have a plan for your kids in college, and and uh, you know, like Ray said, one of them gets a scholarship. Now you have a a good chunk of money that um, you may have to uh, realign somewhere, and this gives you a, a better way to do that. You know, the other options that are still there are, you know, if you have additional kids, you can obviously transfer the. the uh, that 529 plan to another beneficiary. Oh, it can, you can be transfer done. it mm-hmm. to a grandchild. So there are plenty of of ways to handle that situation of not needing those funds for that particular yeah. beneficiary. But this is a great option that I think is a no brainer, and I'm glad that uh, yeah. our uh, lawmakers in this country decided to to push this through. It, they they get some sense. things right every now and then. They do. Yeah. They do. Let's the Secure Act 2.0, it's all part of what we've been talking about with Ray Arndt. And, you know, there's 44 of them, as you said, where we can't hit them all. Right. These are some big ones. Yes. A couple others uh, won't spend a lot of time talking about, but uh, there's a currently, if you withdraw money from your uh, your retirement plan early before you reach the age of 59 and a half, there's a 10% penalty on that. There's some new exceptions now. Uh, if in the case of uh, a disaster relief situation, which many people in Florida are dealing with today, or a terminal illness, uh, that penalty is waived and you can withdraw up to $22,000 without penalty. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and there's there's a number of other exceptions that are going to be introduced in the years down the road, but those two, uh, terminal illness or disaster relief, are effective immediately. Despite your age, does it matter? It's correct. Well, that's 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 Again, significant, which, right? Yeah. Very significant. Because usually these, you are penalized when correct. Money these out. are no brainers. These are are situations where, you know, why would you penalize somebody if they if they need the money for uh, a disaster that's happened in their life, whether it's medical or non medical? That's related. right. It's your money. You saved that it. it's sitting right there right, in that right, account. Right. Correct. Right. So and once again, the government gets its tax money. They do. Yeah, you're you're always going to pay taxes, right? The one constant. Joe mentioned it before. Things happen in life. All of us experience things in our life. The two constants we always hear: death and taxes. Right. So you got a plan. Yep. And one of the other very nice changes that took place uh, is that the penalty for missing your RMD has been reduced from fifty percent penalty, which is very onerous to a 25% penalty. It's better. Yeah, and it's only a 10% penalty if you correct it in a timely manner. And, you know, RMDs, missed RMDs happen. Not in our office, they don't happen. Right, because because you're reminding your clients, listen, this is a year. And again, going back to the change, Secure Act 2.0, it's now age 73. Right. Boy, I wouldn't forget that, though. I don't think I would. Those well, are some big numbers, right? One, one of the things that I've seen that has been misunderstood by you know, the average person over the years is inherited IRAs and having to take required minimum distributions for those and people just not being aware. And if it's a decent amount, you know, a 50% penalty of that amount that you were supposed to take, is a, as Ray said, is a, is a huge deal. And that's where I've seen it, where we get, we 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 have a prospect come in, and we're looking at it, going, "Oh yeah, I have this account that I don't even know what it is." 
that I've had for a few years. I I had one situation like that years ago where I said, "Oh, well, we need to we need to correct this as soon as possible." Um, that the person wasn't aware that they had to take required minimum distribution. So that does happen uh, when they're not working with uh, an advisor that's up up to date on all these items. That's and, exact, uh, That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. So you know the 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 key is if you're unsure of these new rules and how they've affected how they will affect you or you have accounts that you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with these, you know, call our office two six two five two two forty forty and we'll walk it walk through it with you. Yeah, and, and you can submit questions on the the website. We talked about they, they redid the site to make it very user front user friendly. The resource tab, the com. You can just go there, click resources, submit your questions, or again, call 262-522-4040. Okay, a quick break on the retirement clinic. Ray Arndt, Joe Still are here hosting the show, and I'm Paul Kronforst. Next up, the sexy segment. Give us a little tease, Joe. This is a regular feature in the show. Do you know what QCD stands for? Qualified something distribution. Am I right? Correct. We'll we'll go through it in detail. Now, what, we come what's back. the C? This is a teaser. Stay <laughs> tuned. Not, it's not something. <laughs> right. It's not something. <laughs> well, Joe will tell us when we come back. The sexy segment on QCDs will explain on WISN, the retirement clinic, News Talk 1130 WISN. And it's time for the sexy segment, WISN's retirement clinic. By way of background, boy, we've been doing the sexy segment on the show forever, for many, many years. We talked about the 35th anniversary for the Cowell Investment Group. This segment is about wealth management and preservation, but it's a different topic or spin each week. Now, Joe Still and Ray Arndt are here. Before the break, I asked you what it's about. And you said QCD. I almost got it right. Almost. You did a great job, Paul. It's <laughs> two-thirds. Qualified charitable distribution. <sighs> That's what it is. And I should have known so that. So these are great options for individuals that are philanthropic and maybe have enough assets to be able to 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 help others and people and organizations and this was created to provide some tax incentive to do this and to if you're giving money away now and you are of required minimum distribution age it makes all the sense in the world to take some of that qualified chair, or excuse me, take some of that required minimum distribution and provide that directly to the uh, charity or organization that you're already giving to. So the example would be, let's say that my qualified charitable distribution is around $20,000 a year. I'm already giving $5,000 a year to, you know, my, my, church that I belong to. Well, it makes a lot of sense to um, complete the paperwork to do a qualified charitable distribution. That way we can pay uh, your church right from your IRA and it qualifies for your required minimum distribution, but it doesn't count as income towards you. So you pay no tax benefit. I, I pay no taxes on it you then? You pay no taxes on it. The, the specification, though, it has to be sent directly to that organization. Right to the charity. So it comes from my RMDA, it comes out and goes comes right out of to your the charity. IRA. 
goes right to the charity. We do all the paperwork for you. you I just, have to do nothing. I just tell you what I want. You tell us what you want in the organization that you want to benefit from that. Now, um, there are some changes with the Secure Act 2.0. Uh, but just so you know, in general, before the Secure Act 2.0, you you could give a max of $100,000 a year as a qualified charitable distribution. Obviously, that only affects the affluent that have very large IRAs um, that, you know, be able to give that much money away. Sure. But, I mean, you may want to to start a scholarship for you know your local college or something. I, I had a client do that, and that's a great thing. Um, yeah, you mentioned church. Could be your favorite charity, right, right. whatever that charity would be. So again, the key is, if you are of RMD age, you have to be 70 and a half to be able to do a qualified charitable distribution. So that is a specification that hasn't changed. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned this can get... Confusing, but not really. Ray started the show by saying the Secure Act 2.0 pushed off the RMD from 72 to 73. That's when you have to start taking Correct. the money out. However, you can't start taking it out until a certain age either, Joe. We should talk about that front end. I know it's a little bit off topic, but what's that age when I can first tap my 401k plan? Or, or what? Is it 59 and a half? 59 and a half. That has okay. not changed. Okay. Correct. So getting back to that qualified charitable distribution. So the changes that were made this year, and I think they're very good changes, uh, is that they've expanded the organizations that you can, or the charities that you can give to, meaning, or I should say the um, vehicles that you can donate to. Mm. Um, and so beginning in 2023, so this year, um, as long as you're 70 and a half, uh, you you are allowed to give part of your qualified charitable distribution, uh, and the limit is a one-time gift of up to $50,000 um, adjusted annually for inflation, so they're indexing this for inflation, to what's called a charitable remainder unit trust and a charitable remainder uh, annuity trust. So the difference is, in the past, you've only been able to give these to the organization and the specification was you couldn't get any personal benefit out of it. Um, now, through the, the Secure Act 2.0, uh, you're able to give these to this charitable remainder trust, uh, unit trust, or charitable remainder uh, annuity trust. And these are trusts that are set up to provide a fixed distribution to a beneficiary um, on an annual basis. Do I avoid the taxes then? Yes. So they still qualify to avoid um, the income tax. And that's huge, obviously. Right. And you can give up to $50,000 into these trusts. Yep. That would benefit a beneficiary, whether it's you or somebody else. So the, the example would be um, you could put this into a annuity trust, a charitable annuity trust. It would benefit a beneficiary for a specified period of time until that beneficiary passes away. And then that money would go to a specified charity after that. This has been very sexy. This whole thing. Qualified Charitable Distributions, QCD. QCD. Did I get it right? Yes. You're going to quiz so, me So, again, end? I know we've covered a lot of information. I know we've covered a lot of numbers and details uh, today. Uh, if, if you take anything out of this, if you're confused, go to our website. We have this information posted. Or... Obviously, most people will need help. Give our office a call, 262 
as we've talked about earlier, we've just scratched the surface on all the things that have changed through this Secure Act. We picked Secure. out the, the items that the we think ones, yeah, the are the big ones for our existing clients and, and, and uh, prospective clients and anyone out there listening, all of our listeners. Um, but we know also it's confusing and it's very tough to uh, make heads and tails of a lot of this stuff. It is, and that's why you follow it up with questions. Don't be shy. Reach out to the Cowell Investment Group. Many ways to do that, and we talked about bourbon lovers. So stay tuned because we'll wrap up the show and give you all the pertinent information about that great tour. It could be the trip of a lifetime. Uh, Jeff Cowell, Aaron Cowell involved in that. We'll take a quick break. WISN's Retirement Clinic, Ray Arndt and Joe Still in studio today, and I'm Paul Cronforst on ISN. Up today's retirement clinic with the Cowall Investment Group, the retirement specialist. My thanks to Ray Arndt and Joe Still. You hear them Monday through Friday in the market updates. Bourbon lovers, stay tuned. There is a trip of a lifetime that you can be a part of. All you have to do is reach out and sign up. It starts April 20th, Joe. April 20th through the 24th uh, in Kentucky. In Kentucky, it's going to be a great trip. Uh, you're going to learn about bourbon, you're going to taste some bourbon, you're going to be with a, a, a lot of good people. That's right. Uh, People from around here, you'll have a blast. Right. It'll be a lot of fun in a beautiful area, as you talked about earlier, just the rolling hills of Kentucky. In April. April. Everything will be blossoming. They did tell us everything starts earlier down here than for you folks from Milwaukee. So uh, that's the great news. It will be a uh, maybe it is the best trip you'll ever take. Right. Four days. And uh, it's easy to sign up. You can do it on the website or just call. Correct. In general, that's how we promote questions for this show about your retirement, 262-522-4040. We talked about the website with a new way to submit questions. It's the resource tab at thecowalway.com. So please check out thecowalway.com. Ray Arndt, a pleasure always having you here. Nice seeing you again, Paul. Have a great weekend. And Joe Still, same to you. Thanks for the great information. Thanks, Paul. It's been great. And again, Secure Act 2.0 in-depth. We touched on a lot of uh, changes for 2023. 262-522-4040 for the group. All right, stay tuned. News in your weekend Fox 6 weather forecast. Straight ahead on WISN Milwaukee.